Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story of a 4th of July parade disruption actually involves someone doing something good. As the floats made their way down Main Street in Bridgeton, Missouri Sunday, those walking and riding a float for the MTA Martial Arts Studio noticed a problem. There was a man on the curb watching the parade who suddenly needed medical attention. So two of the karate instructors made a fateful decision. Pull their float over in the middle of the parade and render aid to the man who is now clearly suffering from some form of cardiac arrest. The two, surrounded by all their karate kids in their karate uniforms and belts of varying colors, performed CPR until paramedics arrived, and after saving the man's life, returned to their float, got back in line, and continued to throw candy at the crowd. Their parade entry later received the judge's first place award in the performance category. Can you imagine being the person, Cliff, that needs the help and... You know, you're not going to be really fully in consciousness there, I wouldn't think. Yep, I wouldn't think so. And you're kind of in that never-never land, and you look around, and you get all these people in these white costumes around you with different colored belts on. You're like, <laughs> is this heaven? Is this what heaven yeah. is? Yep. A mm-hmm. bunch of karate kids? <laughs> oh, and look, there's candy, too, Cliff, so this isn't bad. <laughs> I knew it. I was right all along, Cliff, all this What's time. That? What? Pasta. Yeah. I knew it didn't make you fat, and now the research says that's absolutely true. For years, it was said, pasta, lay away from it, stay off, it'll make you fat. And now they're saying, it's okay, it doesn't do anything like that. (laughs) And now, Cliff, I'm holding out the hope that they can come up with a study that says the same thing about Oreo cookies. If they do that, I'm in. Mm. I'm in. (laughs) Well, most days, Cliff, by 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm feeling pretty bad on this program about, you know, the program that we've put on. Kind of kind of like in an ashamed sort of way. Yes. I start out optimistic, and it just kind of goes downhill. <laughs> and it's already went there. We've been on for 45 minutes. But yeah. the reason I was even more concerned about yesterday's program is, yeah. is all Lewis. Lewis's fault, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. You remember Lewis. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. In we, fact, he helped us with the number one phrase yesterday. Yes, he did. And um, <laughs> I felt bad about what happened during our um, discussion with Lewis on the air about, uh, yeah. well, he didn't win the uh, prize package we had up for grabs. And, yeah. And I called him a loser, Cliff, and that's not a nice thing to say to people. (laughs) And so I've been thinking about that ever since yesterday when we got off the air. There has to be a better way to do that. There has to be. If somebody is unfortunate enough to be a non-winner, there has to be something, Cliff. Instead of going, you're a loser, we're going to the next call. And I'm working on that, and hopefully, Cliff, yeah. after the 7 o'clock news, I'll have come up with a good idea for that. So okay. my apologies to Lewis, the loser in Illinois. Lewis See, I did it loser. again. I did, did it again. <laughs> we, with the global push to get vaccinations for COVID-19 in the arms of, well, basically everyone, there's another medical field that's also been working on 
how to cure the disease once you get it. Because while most folks seem to get better in a few days, there are those who see coronavirus become a chronic problem that will drag on for months. And doctors at Imperial College London and the University of Warsaw have now published results of a first study that they say shows proof of a breakthrough in that area. Those results show that this simple procedure boosts the body's immune response and it made the virus virtually undetectable in just a few days in samples taken from a couple of patients that they tried it on. The morning roadshow department of Just in Time for Breakfast is happy to report that procedure is a poop transplant. You know, where a pooptician takes a fecal sample from one person and puts it in the colon of someone else. Those doctors say they're now ready to expand their limited experiment into a full-blown poop transplant clinical trial. Only you, Cliff. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Not, clearly not only me. These scientists are working on this. Well, and two volunteers that I don't know how in the world you'd volunteer for that. I'll do that. Yes, pick me. <laughs> well, Cliff, with bears as prominent throughout the tri-state as stoplights in Evansville, <laughs> I'm feeling a little left out it in seems the outskirts of Owensville. Yes, I feel a little left out that the bear hasn't come to visit me. Is there some way, Cliff? Yeah. I can do something at my home to persuade a black bear to come by and visit. I don't want him in the house as a guest. Well, just out you, know, the you yard. don't want that kind of visit. No. <laughs> Should I leave, like, food outside for him well, scattered I mean, about? That, that's what they say to not do. So if you want to attract a bear, maybe that's what you should do. So do I go, like, to the local pet store for bear food in a bag? I don't believe they have bear food in a bag. Um, I think, though, you could probably, I don't know, just put some trash out. They're going to find it. If it smells like food, they're going to find it, and they're going to root through it. Grippo chips. There you go. Be prepared to clean up a big mess the next morning. Why is that? Because they won't clean up after themselves. They just turn stuff over and leave it. Well, if I put a bag of Grippos out there or one of them boxes, yeah, they'll probably devour all of that wouldn't you I, i'd almost devour all of the grippos <laughs> well yeah whenever i open up the bag in fact, in fact if you tell me when you're going to put grippos out i'll be by to steal them before the bears get there. i'm afraid yes i'm afraid that <laughs> you and a bunch of other people too yes in case you weren't listening yesterday we uh, tried to give away a prize package like three times before we actually did it and yeah. one of the uh, contestants that we had on the air was lewis from yeah. illinois and yes. uh I called him a loser on the air. Lewis the loser, which wasn't nice, Cliff. And <laughs> no, no. as you well know, Cliff, everybody no. talks about ratings on radio and TV and whatnot. Yeah. But I don't think of it as ratings. I think of it as friends. The more friends you have, the better off everyone is. Yeah, and I so, totally agree with it. And yes. so you can't call your friends losers and continue to have them being your friends. After a while, it gets a little bit harsh. Yeah, even if they actually are losers. Correct, like Lewis was yesterday, the loser. <laughs> I mean, he lost. He's always There's a loser. Yes, but, you know, instead he, of calling him that, Cliff, yeah. I'm thinking of a different way to do it. Okay. Uh, a way without us actually having to say that you're a loser, but yeah. everyone listening will know mm -hmm. you're a non-winner. Let's just say that, a non-winner. <laughs> a non-winner. So okay. we'll try a little example now. Now, Cliff, you do this on the up and up. I'm going to give you okay. a statement. Okay. And I want you to tell me, Cliff, if it's true or did I just make it up. If okay. you get it right, I'm going to go, congratulations, Cliff, blah, 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 blah. 
if mm. you happen to miss it, we'll <laughs> debut the thing we're going to do from now on. True, or did I just make this up, Cliff? Okay. To get to work every day, almost 900,000 Americans ride a bike. Mm. Wow. I think you just made that up. <laughs> no, I did not make that up. You are a loser. Well, that's, an, well, that's the last time I'm going to say that. When you hear that, Cliff. Yeah. Any form of a ta-da means you have not won the prize, and that way we don't have to I say mean, it. Because in the, in the recent past, we have started using that sound, ta-da, as, uh, well, kind of an, an announcement to make a really bad thing feel better, even though it's really bad. That's right. And I thought, you know what? Maybe we could use the ta-da to make something that's bad feel a little bit better for the person who is the loser. So if, so if like if Lewis calls in and he's a loser, we're not going to call him a loser, no. but he's going to know he's a loser because we played ta-da. Just like that. <laughs> we, this guy in Idaho either needs to get a hobby or maybe he has one and us knowing more about it would just be too much information. David Rush is still waiting to hear whether or not the time he turned in will be certified as a new world record and be listed in the Guinness Book, but he's hopeful. If so, it's not his first. He set the gold standard time for this same event two years ago, only to see it broken not long after by someone else. A TV report from Idaho quotes Rush as saying that once he found out his record had been broken, he knew game was on to reclaim it. And reclaim it he apparently did, shaving nearly 30 seconds off the old time this past weekend. When asked how much practice and perfection of technique was required to get the record-setting time down to 1 minute 2.44 seconds, not rushed, but his wife answered, a lot. As it turns out, wife Jennifer's assistance is required, as the new world record is for the time it takes to... Wrap your wife from chin to toe in saran wrap. <laughs> That's a special girl right there, Cliff. <laughs> how do you start that conversation the first time with your wife, Cliff? <laughs> you know, honey, I'm thinking about something. If you'll stand there and I can wrap you in saran wrap, would that be okay? That's awkward. Yeah. That's awkward, Cliff. It's 811 on the morning room show. Let's get right to that phone line. Here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Jason Bowling. All right, Jason, where are you from? Evansville. All right, Jason, you know what we're doing for this $20 gift certificate, right? I have no idea. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. I don't know if you saw this, Cliff, but in New Zealand, they yeah. had a soccer match going on, and it was disrupted by a sea lion that ran out on the <laughs> onto the field. Now that... No, I did not see that. <laughs> that right there, Cliff... That's yeah. how you make soccer interesting. <laughs> I think so. Huh? You release a wild animal or two on the field while they're playing. Now, I'm obviously, yeah. Cliff, you can't do it in a high school match. You don't want that. But a college would be a good place to start that. Just release like yeah. that black bear running around here or <laughs> something like that. and see. You know, this takes concentration now when you're running down, kicking the ball, Cliff, and a bear's chasing after you. I saw this story, Cliff, and I thought only here could this possibly yeah. happen. Only here? Well, in this country. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. 
north of San Francisco, there's a little community there, and, uh, well, a peacock, yeah. a wild peacock showed up in one of the neighborhoods, and, well, yeah. the uh, neighbors all fell in love with the peacock, <laughs> which sounds odd to say out loud, but yes, they did. Yeah. They embraced this peacock and fed it sourdough bread and cookies, all the uh, things that a young peacock needs to survive in the wild cliff, and Apparently, they even yeah. named him Mr. P. <laughs> But of course, Cliff, there's okay. always that one person who's not happy with the pee. And yeah. so this guy did what any sensible person would do. Yeah. He went on Craigslist looking for a hitman to end the life of Mr. P. <laughs> peacock hitman. A peacock hitman. Who would have okay. known, Cliff, that you could find that on Craigslist? <laughs> but he did find one because they have found Mr. P dead now. With a gunshot wound to the chest. Is that not amazing? (laughs) No. And the neighbors think they know who it is. And he says, all you have is circumstantial evidence. You can't convict me. Right. That's why you hire a hitman. That's exactly right. (laughs) And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Cliff, what would be your guess every hour worldwide how many people die? Approximately. Hmm. In, in an hour's time, the entire Earth population. Yes. Like about 12,000. It's about half of that, Cliff. Oh, really? Okay. 6,420 people every hour versus mm. 16,720 that are born every hour. Wow. And with those numbers, doing the math, yeah. the world population grows by more than 10,000 people every hour. I didn't think it'd be close to that, Cliff. Not even close. Hmm. But all of that you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning Rojo phrases of the day start with number three. Wrapped from chin to toe in saran wrap. Number two, a full-blown poop. The number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today Mr. P. (laughs) By the way, you don't want to be number one or have number two when you're number three. (laughs) And that ties up today's program in a nice little bundle. (laughs) Does it not, Cliff? It pretty well does, yeah. (laughs) Pretty well. Put that on your fireplace mantle (laughs) until we try it again tomorrow. How's that, Cliff? Oh, yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.